What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. Uh, this time, I have my friend Dennis Ramirez, and uh, we're going to be talking about boxing. As uh, I mentioned on an episode earlier, uh, I believe last week, um, there's about three different fights on three different, uh, I'm not, sorry, on three different cards on three different networks this weekend, actually on Saturday. So I decided to get my boy Dennis to jump in here and uh, help me out with this one. Uh, just a little background. Um, we have a Facebook page uh, that's dedicated to boxing. We haven't really been very active on that, but that's that's how uh, we want to come together and uh, try this one out, see how it goes. So, um, Dennis, say what's up. All right, Eddie, thank you for the introduction. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, just like Eddie mentioned, uh, we've been uh, discussing boxing for, what would you say, Eddie, about 10, over 10 years now? Uh, yeah. just, just kind of back and forth um, with the Facebook group and, and just text messaging. I mean, luckily, technology keeps us connected and we're able to uh, share our opinions. And um, it's sometimes it is difficult, right, Eddie, to find a, 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 a boxing fan with a, a similar interest as, as, as ours. So um, I think that's probably what you, where you and I really, really hit it off uh, when we first met. Um, you know, it's kind of like one of those, like, well, have you heard of this guy? Have you heard of this guy? And then once you know, like, yeah, you know what? I actually have heard of this guy. Then you're like, oh, okay, now we could talk on those levels. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, once you come across somebody that's, like, beyond uh, just a casual fan, you know what I mean? It's uh, You get that connection. Exactly. Like you said, it's hard to find, bro, because some people are still, like, Ah, I don't need to, I don't know. I don't want to put anybody down. Or no, anything. no, but, <laughs> no, but it's, but it is, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like, um, it, it's a acquired taste, right? I mean, yeah, there's, definitely. there's people out there who like boxing for the action and, and the, uh, the offense of it and, and just like the big fight, uh, festivities, you know, but then there's the, the, like for myself, I mean, I could watch any fight that's on, uh, Somebody I've never heard of, somebody that I, you know, oh, I, I know that trainer or I know that camp, you know, um, yeah. and, and it's just just to be in it. I mean, it's it's just uh, I would say it's it's a little bit more than my hobby. It's it's one of my biggest interests. Yeah, same here, bro. I mean, I, I kind of fell off a little bit. You know, I got a little turned off with people not fighting each other and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure everybody everybody's kind of uh, pissed off at that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say also, we've been to some fights in, from Cali to, to Vegas too. So together, so. Oh, and uh, those, those are the best, man. The ones in Vegas. I mean, there's nothing like fight night in Vegas, right? Yeah, bro. I miss, I miss that dude. I miss that so much, man. I, I know. Was <laughs> I was telling Nesme, we need to start looking uh, into that again, because, you know, even sometimes the smallest fights uh, that are out there are like the best to go to, you know what I mean? You know, I, I um, speaking of, of that, um, I know that uh, over here at the, um, well, I don't even know what to call it anymore, but we know it as a Home Depot, as a StubHub, and that was a Dignity House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, one of the fights that you were uh, referring to uh, is taking place this weekend here in, in Carson, California, the Rigandel, the Rigandel um, fight. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like it kind of uh, crept up, and you know, I, I um, 
I, I used to be really, uh, I used to be a part of their newsletter and everything. So I don't know if it's with the name change um, yeah. that they kind of are still trying to bounce back on their, their marketing, maybe the pandemic too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would have loved, loved to go just to be in that live atmosphere because it's, it's, it's just different. It's different once you're there live and, and especially at the, at that, at that venue. I mean, you could be that at the highest role and, and you could still see the ring really, really good. Right. Right. Yeah. I still haven't been there, but yeah, you talk about uh, what used to be the home Depot center, now the dignity health center. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's actually a good little transition because the first fight I wanted to talk about, I mean, in my opinion, even though they are, um, even though they're, they're going to fight for two titles, uh, to me, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to use the words less interesting, but <clears throat> it's like the smaller fight for me, my, for my preference. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was, I was just going to say what, you know, what, um, with Rigandau, Eddie, Eddie, you know, I feel like with him, he he's one of those um, acquired taste boxes for sure, you know? Um, yeah, I've, I've actually really loved them since the beginning, dude. You know what I mean? I've seen mm -hmm. them live and everything. I, I think maybe you have too. Um, but I guess I, I really like this one because he, he dropped down in weight and he got a title and now he's going to go up against uh, John Real Casimero. I believe he's Filipino, right? Yeah, he's Filipino. Um, I did see footage of him uh, during the, you know, the whole uh, Pacquiao um, training cap campaign, which was really, really big on on a lot of the boxing podcasts on YouTube. Uh, the the marketing for that was just really, really good for for Pacquiao's uh, fight. Um, but I saw I saw some Casinero uh, in there, so I'm not sure if if he's affiliated with with his camp or how that works but you know i'm, I'm assuming it's the whole um you know with the the filipino uh culture and everything sticking together and all that so yeah, um, yeah. so but, yeah same here bro i haven't really seen much of casimero man but uh i know benny wise rigando is a very slight slight favorite not not mm -hmm. really by much so this is this is as close to an even match as you're gonna have so um, without diving into it too much, I mean, we do know that uh, Rigando's got skills and power. You know what I mean? Um, being Cuban, you don't really know how old they are because, they, they, mm -hmm. as they say, they lie on their uh, on their birth certificates or whatever. But uh, <laughs> true, he, he does, yeah, he looks older than than what he says he is. So he can always, you know, hit that hit that wall um, where where you you know you go old overnight, but. Personally, I would have to go with, with Rigando if he comes out in boxes. I think so. Um, I watched I watched a little bit of footage on Casimero, um, and I I just think he's the he's gonna fall right into the traps that Rigando sets, mm -hmm. um, you know. And I I really feel that this is um, a way to kind of piggyback on the on the Manny Pacquiao um, campaign. Uh, I mean, it's kind of genius because Rigando needs to you know, bounce back from what he experienced with Lomachenko. Um, so if so if he can get a, a really nice clean knockout, uh, I mean that's gonna get him into that the talks of uh, you know, Gary Russell and all those top fighters again. Yeah. Um I I think uh Donaire is looming out there too, right? I think he was supposed to fight Casimero 
in the first place and then something happened where the fight fell through and Rigondeaux stepped in. Exactly. So uh, that's that's a, another uh, uh, strategy that I've seen where, you know, um, you know, because we all remember the, the Rigondeaux-Donaire rivalry and, and how that elevated and how that turned out. So um, I could definitely see Donaire, uh, you know, coming back into the picture if, if Rigondeaux uh, wins this fight, which I, I assume he is. Um, I think it's going to be exciting uh, in the beginning, but I think eventually it's like fighting Islandi Lara, you know? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you give a technician like that his, his time and he's just going to pick you apart. And I could see Rigondeaux landing something pretty deadly to, to drop him. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go Rigondeaux by decision. And you say maybe a late stoppage? I say a late stoppage. Um, I could see Casimero having the heart to want to continue, but I could see his corner probably, probably stopping it after he gets dropped and you know comes comes up dazed or something. All right. Uh, moving on on that undercard, they have you met you mentioned uh, Russell, but uh, um, it's going to be Antonio Russell, who's Gary Russell Jr.'s uh, his brother, right? Brother. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he's going to go against Emmanuel Rodriguez. And this is for an interim um, WBA bantamweight uh, strap. So um, I guess this one's another one that uh, can, man, they can have a, little, a good little tournament actually if they wanted to. But uh, right. uh, one short, one short um, thing about Rodriguez is he actually uh, he beat. Um, if you guys know, probably know the Maloney brothers that are signed to top rank. Uh, he beat one of them for, mm -hmm. for the title, I believe. And then he got, uh, and then he lost to the monster, the monster. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You know, I haven't seen much of Gary Russell's brother, uh, to be honest. Um, what, I mean, is there any similarities in their style? Bro, same here. I, have, I haven't really seen them. You know, I'm not the bit, the biggest uh, PBC fan. So uh, I, can't, I can't really, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if if we think I mean he's probably gonna be fast, I mean maybe we shouldn't even assume. But you exactly, know, yeah, definitely this 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 time around, you know, since we're kind of getting back into this and getting a little bit more hardcore again, uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, watch this fight and then you know hopefully follow him from there. Definitely, I mean this this uh, the fact that we can connect and do this, um, you know, because I remember we used to. We used to plan out predictions and everything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to that again and kind of bring that spark back. Yeah, yeah. So no, no prediction on my part on this one because, like I said, I don't really know too much about them. Um, so same here. Do, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of just looking forward to, to seeing, uh, because uh, I believe he's the, the, it's the Coleman event, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to just seeing the comparison with Gary Russell, which. I'm I'm very familiar with him and his style, um, you know the speed. So it'd be nice to just kind of watch just for that reason as well, you know. Yeah, and I mean I guess one thing we can uh, focus on. I mean if we if we want to judge this fight at all is like uh, like I said, Rodriguez actually beat one of the Maloney brothers and then mm -hmm. he lost to the monster. He knew it, but his level of competition, you know that that says something. And for Russell to to actually be fighting a guy like this, you know what I mean? Then we're actually going to see what, what he's really all about. Very true. Very true. Okay. So also on the uh, undercard, um, and this might be in uh, the preliminary 
uh, fights that they may show on FS1 or something. Because if I didn't mention it earlier, this is going to be on Showtime. Uh, but Rashi Warren, if you guys know, he, he's a former title holder. And uh, I think he – did he win uh, anything in the Olympics, bro? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure if he won anything on the Olympics or not. Yeah, but you know what? He's going to be on there, and I'm tripping out because – as of now, or as of when I when I put this thing my notes together, he was fighting Damian Vasquez, and from what I read, he's actually the brother of Israel Vasquez. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. You think Israel is gonna be around? I don't know. But I was. I, I don't see why not. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the COVID and everything, you don't you don't really you don't know. And I know he was really sick with with something earlier. Oh, uh, really? Okay. The year the year before, so you never know. Mm-hmm. So again, on that one, no, no prediction on my part, bro. Um, I just want to see a good fight. <laughs> same here, same here. I mean, you know, anytime that it's a a sibling of another fighter, I guess it. We we you know, it's kind of like when you watch like uh, the Figueroa brothers. Yeah. You, know? um, you just not only do they look the same, but they kind of fight the same. So it's always yeah. good to just kind of compare them, you know, and and. Uh, uh, just, just, yeah, just to see the similarities and, and, and see if they're in that same level of pedigree. Right. All right. So, uh, moving on, uh, to the ESPN and ESPN plus card. Um, the main event on that one is, uh, uh, rubber matches, the third fight between Joshua Franco and, uh, Andrew Maloney. Uh, first fight, I think, uh, Franco really was a big upset against Maloney. He, he beat him. Uh, second fight, I want to say Maloney was actually uh, kind of dominating that second fight, but then it got stopped. Uh, was it a headbutt, bro? I don't remember. I think it was. Uh, I, I want to say it was a headbutt. It ended up as a no contest, right? Right, right. Yeah. It was because uh, he Maloney actually landed a, a good punch on Franco, and Russell Mora was the ref, and he uh, he he said it was a headbutt. Mm, okay, and so it's one of those. Questionable yeah. stoppages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you? How so, do you see this one going down, Eddie? Because I, um, I, I didn't watch the the first two. I mean, I think I watched the first one, which was the upset, and then the second one. I, I just saw the result. Um, I didn't really get a chance to, be, you know, dive deep into it. So how do you? How do you see this rubber match turning out? Uh this one, bro. Honestly, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Maloney, bro, by decision. Uh, Franco does have uh, Robert Garcia as his trainer, man. Oh, I okay. That was, uh, I think I think Maloney was more. Um, he 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 was kind of surprised by what Franco, Franco was able to do in the first fight, man. But he made all the adjustments in the second in the second fight, and it's just uh, it sucks that it ended up being a no contest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be more of the same, bro. I don't really, I don't really see Franco or his his corner doing anything anything different. If if much, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Maloney finally has his number, and maybe no, I'll stick with a decision, bro. Decision on that one. Yeah, and you said so. So Maloney's a Robert Garcia fighter. Uh, Franco, Joshua Franco. Franco is okay. Yeah. Franco is okay. Yeah, that that's that's gonna be interesting to see them because, um, you know, anytime that there's a rubber match, somebody comes back with a chip on their shoulder, so. Yeah. It's either it's either a good thing or a bad thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I do kind of see Franco maybe coming out and trying to bang, bang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Turn it into a war because if 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 he doesn't, I mean, he's not going to win a boxing match, in my opinion. Exactly. 
All right, the undercard on that one, bro, uh, we have Arnold Barbosa against Antonio Moran. Uh, Barbosa, a uh, good little fighter, man. He's been coming up, and uh, I guess his biggest win would be the Mike Alvarado fight, even though Alvarado was past his prime, but Barbosa stopped him. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, one quick note on Antonio Moran, he lost to uh, Devin Haney, so this is at Devin 140 Haney? pounds. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if he knocked him out or if it was by decision, bro. Uh, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna ask you is if 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 you remember if it was a decision or a knockout, because uh, yeah. I mean every, I mean everybody's been losing to Haney <laughs> so yeah. far. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. one thing I can say about this one, bro, is it's I'm pretty sure it's more of a keep uh, to keep Barbosa uh, busy. You know what I mean? And because uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's right there at 140, man. So you know you have uh, Josh Taylor. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Jose Ramirez, if he's going to move up in weight or not. Mm-hmm. So, so he's he's there, man, on the outside, just waiting for that opportunity. So I think this is just to, to keep him keep him busy. How did he uh, – can you remind me how he how he uh, beat uh, Alvarado? Yeah, it was bad, bro. <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I think it only went four or five rounds, and it was – yeah, it was – it sucked to see Alvarado like that. You know what I mean? Was that Alvarado's last fight? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. It, it it was after the all the Reels trilogy and everything. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to say this this was it wasn't during the the COVID period. I think it was a little bit before that. It might have been early last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's out there, bro. But you don't you don't want to see it because yeah, we we seen Alvarado at his best, you know and. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and and for him for him to be stopped, I mean, yeah, uh, that means either Bar- Barbosa is really really good, or Alvarado just wasn't wasn't there. Yeah, probably yeah. a little bit of both. Barbosa, mm-hmm. in my opinion, bro, he doesn't really have a lot of power, dude, and his record will show that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I, I do remember he doesn't have a lot of knockouts compared to the fights that he has. Mm-hmm. But that, mm-hmm. that day, he was just like. A beast, bro. So maybe it was just a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barbosa getting better and better, and Alvarado being on his way down for a while now. So uh, let's see. On the undercard as well, you have uh, Andrew Maloney's brother, Jason Maloney, and he's okay. going to go up against uh, Joshua Greer. If you guys have been watching the ESPN fights, uh, Greer's the one that comes into the uh, the ring with the pillow. Says night night on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little stunt that he pulled but uh it's gonna be a 10 rounder uh bantamweight and um see quick note on uh on this on this maloney brother he's he's the one that lost to uh inoue the monster inoue uh that was by knockout right body punch. yeah against the monster yeah I mean, the monster's yeah. been knocking everybody out <laughs> oh yeah man they don't call him monster <laughs> for nothing right <laughs> exactly People were actually asking me, like, is that all hype? Why are they calling him the monster? Which, just see. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, yeah, he's he definitely lives up to the name. Yeah. Uh, Donaire did give him a really good fight, though, man. He did, and I think that was the experience, you know, that kicked in. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, the, the monsters, I think, uh, he kind of reminds me of Golovkin. Uh, I mean, I'm mean, totally different weight classes, but yeah. just that, like, you know, he... He'll hunt you down once, like like a yeah. shark, right? Once he smells blood, I mean, he goes in for the kill. 
Yeah, but he also does have a little bit of Pacquiao's footwork, bro. That's that's what I see, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see what else on this one. Uh, yeah, so Greer, he he was a pretty big prospect for uh, for top rank, but I think his last two fights, one was a draw and one was a loss. So, I don't know if there's something going on with him personally or if he's just not the he's not what they thought he was. How do you see this one coming? Um. You know what? I could see Greer doing really well if he comes out at his best. And and that would be a toss-up for me, bro. But just coming off of his last two fights, like I just mentioned, the, the draw and the loss, man, I, I think I would also go with Maloney again. I mean, this for this brother, Maloney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, by, uh, by decision. It's a 10-rounder, so those those are always interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, you never know. Greer's, it, he's pretty fast, man, so if he catches Maloney with something, you never mm-hmm. know. He might, he might get remembered of that uh, body shot that the monster gave him. And yeah, <laughs> true. All the fight goes out the window. Uh, quick note on this one, Trey Lippi Morrison. Uh, it's a heavyweight coming up that's been talked about. He's fought already on Showtime, and this one's going to be on ESPN. That's uh, Tommy Morrison's son. Um, interesting oh, wow, really? Yeah, I haven't really seen him. I've seen some highlights, but yeah, he's also a heavyweight, man. So it, this is probably going to be on the um, ESPN Plus portion of the, mm-hmm. of the telecast. And then there's also Carlos Balderas, and he's a really hot prospect for top rank. Okay, okay. I, I don't even know if I want to mention this, bro, but... Muhammad Ali's grandson is fighting on this card. This is his debut. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I mean, There's a, a, yeah. a lot of name power on this card. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's, let's just hope uh, he's not like uh, Salvador Sanchez Jr., right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So moving on to, in my opinion, the best fight. And I don't think it's actually being talked about enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one is uh, on the zone, and it's Virgil Ortiz Jr. I mean, I mean, he's more than a prospect now, man. Right? He's a he. So this this is the fight that I'm 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 really excited for. Um, you know, Ortiz. Every time he fights, uh, he, I mean, you're, you just expect fireworks. You know, yeah. and, and he's a, he's a, the type of fighter that everything you throw at him, he gets better and better and better. Right? He passes every test. Exactly. But this one, I mean, he's getting Kabaluskis, the, the mean machine. And correct me if I'm wrong, did, did, did the mean machine have a draw against the. Um, oh, what's this dude? Dude that upset uh, Lucas Matisse. The dude that upset Lucas Matisse, Danny Garcia? No, no, uh, he's also from overseas. Ah, mm. uh, I can't recall the name right now. It's on the tip of my tongue, man, but I can't remember. But anyways, you know, Kavaluskas uh, had the draw with him, and then mm-hmm. uh, he had the loss to Terrence Crawford. Um, it was a really good fight with Terrence Crawford, though, in my opinion. And then there's also that mm-hmm. moment where Kavaluskas landed a, a punch, and uh, Crawford was a little hurt. He said that he slipped, but uh, I, think, yeah. I think his knees were shaking a little bit. So this is this to me. This is definitely a a, a step up for Ortiz. Um, uh-huh. 
you know, with Ortiz, I think they they they're, they're placing this fight very strategically because if if it's kind of like what they did with Crawford, right? Like in the beginning, uh, Crawford was they they placed them really really um, strategically against fighters that. Uh, he would look the best upon, right? Um, yeah. But then it got to the point where they're like, okay, well, this guy is more than a boxer. I mean, he's actually he's actually there to take you out. Yeah. Um, so I feel like with Ortiz, this is gonna define his next fight uh, by by a by a lot, you know? Because for me, I mean, I would, I mean, as a boxing fan, I would love to see him step up and fight like one of the Garcias, right? I, I know like either Danny or Mikey and it probably won't even happen because of the whole promotion part. But yeah. but just to just to see uh the action that these guys could put together, um I'm I'm really looking forward to see what Ortiz can do because if he if he looks a little bit vulnerable um and and you know he, he gets put to the test where he can't stop this guy. Um it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him for the next fight. Uh, because yeah. I, feel, I feel like the zone's kind of putting him out there to see, all right, well, let's see how many views we get. We got a packed car, a packed weekend. And, uh, you know, and, and if this guy can deliver us a, a entertaining main event and, and, you know, grab all the views mm-hmm. of the weekend, then he's a, he's a real star. Yeah. Uh, what I like about this one is it's golden boy against top rank, bro. You know, you mentioned, um, the Garcias and they're with PBC. Yeah, and it, it's basically a non non starter as far as that. So I know I'm that's why I, I always say it like with like as a boxing fan. I mean, I would love I would love to see those combinations. You know. Yeah, but, but see if you yeah. if you look at the top ranking Golden Boy as far as welterweights, if he if he gets past this one, there's uh, Jose Ramirez if he moves up. Mm. There's a, I wouldn't be mad at a Terence Crawford fight right now, bro, for Ortiz. If if he if he wins this one fairly easily, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, say say for example, say he stops, you know, he stops him in, I don't know, like less than seven rounds, you know, mm-hmm. then that Crawford fight is very very interesting. Yeah, you yeah, know? and 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 that's how that's how they could sell that, you know, and and the whole, especially with with Crawford, I feel like Bob Arum needs, they need something, they need something yeah. with him, or or they're gonna lose him. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, obviously we all want him and Spence or him and Pacquiao, but that's not going to happen. So, if uh, if they do this right, if Ortiz comes out and 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 puts a beating, and 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 you know makes a highlight reel out of this guy, then that Crawford fight is going to be. I could see that happening at towards the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, it the uh, it just crossed my mind that um, Crawford only has one fight left with top rank. I think this year. And it's probably not going to be till October, November. So they might be waiting on, on this, yeah, yeah, on this outcome. Yeah, to see what what's and also man, Chon Cepeda, Chon Cepeda is out there too. That's a good little test, you know. Fight a lefty, mm-hmm. a slick lefty with a little bit of power, and he did real good against Jose Ramirez. So that, that's another good little fight for Virgil Ortiz. I think, um, I think for for top ranks you know sake i think they would want to do something like in ortiz though because it's um you know he's 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 be, he's becoming more of a name yeah so I, I i could definitely see them waiting to see what this results in yeah uh, for crawford and it helps that this is he's a headliner in texas he's from texas and texas is one of the places where you can 
pretty much fill stadiums and everything right now with no no restrictions. So that's probably what uh, Crawford would want or need as far exactly. as uh, bringing in the money. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Crawford's in the crowd for this one. Yeah, that would be smart. Bring him yeah. in the ring, start building it up. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that one, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ortiz. Late, late stoppage. Late stoppage, Ortiz. Yeah, with maybe a scare or two in between. I could see. I mean, I would love to see that, but I honestly feel like this might be a, a, a decision win for Ortiz. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I just feel like. From what I saw, what uh, I can't even see the, say the guy's name right, um, but what what I saw, what he did with Crawford, um, I mean, he just that confidence alone, I think, is going to help him uh, weather the storm, the storm against Ortiz, and and not not beat Ortiz, but you know, really really test out Ortiz, and I could see I could see Ortiz winning, but in a in a decision. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping not though. I'm because I mean if if. Like I said, if he could if he could stop him in under seven rounds and that Crawford fight and Ortiz fight is is in my opinion yeah. is gonna be really, really good for the fall. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be ideal if he comes out and looks like a monster and let's let's pack a cowboy stadium. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on the undercard of this one, there's a, another title fight at a junior lightweight, and this is actually also a trilogy. Um Roger Gutierrez against Rene Alvarado. Uh, I think, from what I recall, Gutierrez lost earlier in his career against Alvarado, but then he came back and paid the favor like 10 fights later. Okay. Returned the favor like 10, fight later, 10 fights later, and this is the uh, the trilogy. So, you know, another interesting little, little scrap. Hopefully we mm-hmm. get a lot of action. Uh, no pick for me on this one again because uh, I really don't follow these guys, to be honest. I can't. I can't uh, recall the last time I seen Rene Alvarado. Yeah, um, he's the Nicaraguan dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, same here. I I can't. Uh, you know, I can't uh, give a, a good prediction on that one just because I I haven't seen him for such a long time. So I you know, but but the fact that it's a trilogy, I mean, there's that's always exciting. Yeah, and you know what? I feel a little funny saying that I, I'm not following so and so and so and so, bro, but. I think you'll agree that it's more the business fault that that we're not as hardcore as we used to be. Definitely, I mean, the the right it gets taken away sometimes because, like, even I mean, I, I know we're probably gonna reconnect and talk about what's going on right now with uh, with with next weekend's you know the twenty first of Pacquiao fight, mm-hmm. um, but. You know the thing is like they bring you up, and same thing with like Tyson Fury and 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 uh, Deontay Wilder. You know, I mean, all these yeah. they, they dangle all of these uh, really really great matchups in front of you, and then for some reason something ends up happening. Yeah, it doesn't come through, or 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 they don't even make it to the negotiating table. Like Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and you know, and you know what? For for me too, you know, it's like. You know, you see all this stuff on on uh, on Twitter and everything, Instagram, where these fighters, they sound like they want to fight, but then once it gets into the negotiating table, I mean, it's a business, you know. So, so it's like it's like Crawford, right? I mean, uh, Top Rank knows what they're doing, 
you know they're they're not they're just not gonna throw him in there with somebody uh that is not gonna make him money yeah yeah so so yeah so yeah to to, to your point i mean i think the, the you know whoever's uh joining us today and listening is that i agree that you know we used to be a little bit more into all these fighters and and I'm yep. glad that we're reconnecting though, because I, I it's inspiring me to to do a little bit more research and really take my time on it. Yeah, same here, bro. Same here. Um, moving on, bro. There's another title fight on here. Yeah, Felix Alvarado against Eric Lopez. I'm just gonna mention it, but these these names really don't jump out at me. Alvarado's the the champ, and this is at flyweight, junior flyweight. I don't know if you have anything on this one. Uh no, no, no. I don't. Okay, uh, moving to the next one, there's a recognizable name, at least, uh, and it's Mexico versus Puerto Rico. So, uh, Pablo Cesar Cano against Danielito Zorrilla at junior welterweight. Um, Cano, wow. I haven't, heard, yeah. I haven't heard him for a couple of years. I know, right? Um, yeah. And I was, uh, when I came across his name again, I'm like, this dude's still around. But then I remember that when he was fighting, like, some of the... Uh, more established names. He was he was really young. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. We'll see. We'll see what I mean. But still, you're fighting for a long period of time, regardless of what your age is. You know, you only have certain amount of fights in you. So we'll we'll see how this one goes, man. Hopefully, we get the typical Mexican versus Puerto Rican fight, and it, it's a war, and we end up with a little gem. And from from what I remember from Cano, I mean, he he always had that heart. Yep. So he's he's gonna yeah he's if he's still you know the the way he was a, a couple of years ago, uh he's it'll be an entertaining fight for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this, bro. What what are you what's your setup going to be? Because I think most of these are going to be going on at the same time. <laughs> I know. So literally, uh when this has happened before, I mean, I literally have two TVs going and and something on my phone. Um, you know, it's it's it's. It's a nice problem to have, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, because, definitely. but I feel like, um, you know, uh, like the apps, right? Like ESPN Plus, you can watch on your phone. I got uh-huh. the fire sticks. I have one in the living room, one in the bedroom. So um, I can definitely uh, run, down, run down the hallway if I hear something exciting on the other TV. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, that's the interesting part because it, it's, it's, um, there's so much good boxing going on this weekend and sometimes at the actual live moment um you don't really get the full enjoyment until afterwards right so you you could actually like sit back and like all right let me let me you know really really dive dive into this and see you know how rigandol did and how ortiz did and 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 all that but yeah what about you how are you going to be set up for this saturday uh well i have two tv set up outside nice my priority is going to be the Ortiz and Mean Machine. Uh-huh. But I'm more of a ESPN top rank undercard type of person. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Because I like yeah. how top rank moves their, their prospects and their youngsters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll figure it out that day. But my priority is <laughs> going to be Ortiz against Mean Machine. And oh, yeah. That's the, that's the big one. And then another thing is my kids got me back into wrestling and Lucha Libre, man. And there's two events going on that night, too. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure something out. 
I need to set up an, uh, my own sports book or something. There you go. So, yeah. so uh, b- because there's three different broadcasts this weekend, so let me ask you a question on the commentary. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, the Zone, uh, ESPN, and um, uh, Showtime. Showtime. So which and your which with uh, out of those, which is your preference to hear? Uh let's see. I'll be honest, bro. If, if there's boxing on ESPN, that that's where I'm at. Uh-huh. And I, I like to hear Tim Bradley. I like to hear uh, Andre Ward. Andre Ward. Yeah. Um, who's on? Uh, is it Brian Kenny on Showtime? Brian Kenny? No, it's uh, it's still um, Mauro Ronaldo. Um, yeah, it's the Showtime crew. Uh, Pauli Malinaji's not on there anymore. Um, I forget the 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 one that took the place of of, of McKinney. Um, I forget his name, but he he's uh, uh he's been doing the uh, like the pay per views and everything for Showtime. He does a good job. Um, okay. But what I like about Showtime is that they always feature. You know, they'll have the other the other boxers. They'll they'll give them some time and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the zone, I think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the one where uh, they usually have Sergio Martinez? Uh, not Sergio Martinez. Uh, what's his name? The uh, the Latin Snake. Sergio the Latin Moore. Snake. Yeah, the Latin Snake. Yeah. <laughs> is that is is he usually on that one? Yeah, it's him and it's uh, Chris Mannix, I think. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure who the, the the actual like the lead is on that. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's the dude that was on ESPN before. Oh, okay. Uh, I yeah, forget his I'm, name, but I know you're yeah. like, I, can, I can hear his voice already. But I, know I, I want to say Brian Campbell. No, I could be wrong. But I mean, I, I really don't 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 mind any of them, bro. Yeah. Um, and usually, uh, lately, I've been listening to music instead, unless it's main event time. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 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 Unless, like, like I said, unless it's like I like Tim Bradley. I like how he's. I like Bradley too. I think Bradley and and Andre Ward, um, you know, they they they're very honest. Yeah. You know, and and I think that there's no agenda behind them, uh, right. and that's what that's what I enjoy is that they're they're just flat out real with uh, the the boxing perspective of it, and and uh, I think that's why sometimes Showtime I I, I do like Showtime just because of of the main event energy, you know, like that they bring, but, but sometimes I feel like it's missing that, that boxing perspective. And, and that's what Pauli Malinaji used to bring. Um, right. So that the fact that he's not there anymore, is just kind of like, okay, well, you know, you'll hear Mauro Ronaldo do something, some crazy line and you'll laugh, but yeah, but, uh, but that gets kind of old sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it's cause some of these um, people want announcers that are just gonna be patting certain fighters in the back you know what i mean exactly and like i mean with with tim bradley he'll call out people for not fighting certain people and exactly yeah if uh if uh, steven stevenson didn't look good one night he didn't look good one night you know and he'll be honest about it exactly yeah that's and 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 that's what um that's what i appreciate because it's it's uh it's the honest truth. I mean, you're like, hey, you didn't look good. So, yeah. yep. All right, bro. So before we before we uh, end this one, uh, I don't want to get too much into it until next week. Mm-hmm. But um, 
what do you what do you what do you think uh well let me ask you this do you think spence falling out of the pacquiao fight has anything to do with the accident that he had bro like you think that his body's gonna hold up the same way see this is this is where i'm uh i'm i'm torn on my opinions with this because you know uh First of all, you know, just so so everybody knows, like Pacquiao is my favorite fighter. Um, Spence, I I, I mean, I, I respect Spence uh, a, a lot, especially coming back from the horrible accident that he had. Um, but I feel like, as a business perspective, and and you know, keep in mind that anytime that Al Heyman is behind something. Um, it's like we talked about uh, earlier, Eddie, that, you know, you just don't know sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. um, what what it could be, what the strategy is here, you know. Um, yeah. But a couple of things stood out to me. Um, so when I'm not sure if you saw the uh, the live press conference that they did on Fox. No. So they did a live press conference for the Pacquiao Spence and um, twice Spence mentioned October. October 21st, October 21st, instead of August 21st. Huh. Um, so that stood out to me, right? I was like, all right, maybe he just got it wrong, you know? Um, yeah. But then I was thinking, is he maybe just not all there? <laughs> or, you know, yeah. like, like, or maybe he's just nervous. You know, I, 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 I just don't, it just made me, made me think differently, like, like about his mind state, you know? So, um, and then, you know, just seeing him after the Danny Garcia fight, uh, I mean, during the Danny Garcia fight, I felt like he did good, but it wasn't the, the, the Spence that I thought would come out against somebody like a Danny Garcia where he's there for, he's there for you to hit, you know? Right. Um, so I felt like, like Spence could have brought the pressure and, and, and really, really done some damage to, to Garcia, which nobody has been able to do so far. Um, so I think I think there was I think there was some injuries lingering from that from that uh horrible car crash that he had you know um and I don't know if if they were trying to move forward just to get the you know like the the money ride or something but maybe they 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 took on the Pacquiao fight with with the with the intent of like okay well we got to we got to line them up for Crawford because that's another big pay-per-view fight. But then I think, I honestly feel too, too that once they saw how Pacquiao was training and, 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 you know, there was, I don't know if you heard the rumors about Spence getting beat up and sparring. Um, oh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. So there was a, there was a, I think it was a week or two ago. Um, one of the boxing uh, podcasters released uh, some footage of, of Spence getting beat up. Uh, by another southpaw that they brought in to kind of simulate the Manny Pacquiao style, uh, style. and uh, and then they they deleted it because I guess Spence Camp, you know, got word that it was out there, so they didn't want that to be shown. But he was getting tagged up, bro. Wow. So um, I I I really feel like it was more of like, okay, wait a minute, maybe maybe we jumped into this too fast, and maybe Manny's here to to really win this fight, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That that's my own personal opinion. Like I said, I I anytime that there's an injury, um, I mean, of course you we you hope for the best for the fighter because after boxing, I mean, they have their 
they're the real life, you know, and I don't want to be greedy and, and a greedy fan and be like, come on, I wanted to see that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but like you mentioned earlier, like the, the heart of it, right? Like anytime there's, there's some kind of weird negotiations behind it and yeah. it, it just makes you question it based on the history of, of the sport. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, without mentioning any names, there's certain people out there that are always involved in stuff like that. And, like, uh, even if you think about what's going on with Canelo and Plant, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're, you're so close, and then all of a sudden, it's not going to happen. Exactly. So, so it, it, it makes you think twice. And, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. It could it could be a, a legitimate injury where he really just can't fight. But the fact that the sport has given us so many situations, you know, uh, for us to think twice... Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it makes you think, you know, like, you know, um, well, what's really, what really, really happened there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Detached retina is no joke, man. So it probably is going to be a while before he even comes back. I don't even remember how long it took Abner Mares. Exactly. And then Mares, uh, I, I mean, he, I've seen him commentate a few times and he's, his eye doesn't look 100% still. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why I said, you know, I, I, I don't want to be taken wrong and sound like a greedy fan, but if it is a a, a, a legitimate injury, um, I, I just wish wish him the best because he's uh, not only surviving that car crash, but, you know, coming, you know, now this, it's, it feels like he he has these obstacles in front of him all the time to, to overcome, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, hopefully everything turns out good. Um... I'm gonna have to do some homework on Ugas now. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I know we'll, we'll probably touch base on this next week. But um, I, I was telling uh, some friends of mine that you know the, that this isn't, uh, it's not gonna be an easy fight for Pacquiao. I mean, unfortunately, Ugas is not a household name like Spence. Yeah. But um, but he's 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 skilled. He's skilled. So. You know, yeah. it, it, it kind of reminds me of when uh, Pacquiao fought Jeff Horn, uh-huh. um, where nobody heard of Jeff Horn, and um, they were like, "Oh, you know, he's gonna Pacquiao's gonna run through him and this and that." And then this guy took the opportunity, man, and and he made yeah. it a, a questionable fight. That's so, another thing, bro. Where Pacquiao's in a bad position, where he pretty much has to accept this as a plan B because he's the type of fighter that takes advances you know on on money yeah on yeah fights that, that that are gonna be events or whatever so it, it was probably either that or or the fight is off and you're not gonna get paid you know so exactly yeah we'll see now hopefully there's no surprises there from from what i've seen so far uh Ugas is really flat-footed to me and he's huge but uh hopefully pacquiao comes comes in and does work man but We'll go ahead and um, talk about that one next week, along with the undercard. There's there's a few a few fights on there that I mean are worthy to talk about. Yeah, uh, I saw that. People, yeah, some people pass their prime, but well, we'll see, man. Maybe they're gonna give it give it a, a last hurrah. Yeah, I mean uh, it's a it's a pay per view card, so you know hopefully hopefully they they all step it up and and give us a, a great night of fights. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Dennis, thank you for coming through on this one and uh, again we'll, we'll do it again next week and any other event that comes comes through and pops up um any any 
any closing statements? Uh, no, just, you know, you know, thank you for, for inviting me over. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to it. I mean, uh, the fact that, you know, we had three good fights this weekend. Well, three good cards uh, this weekend. It's, it's exciting for the sport. Um, you know, uh, we got to get past all the all the YouTube fighters, and we got we got yeah, to get back yeah. to get back <laughs> yeah. to the actual boxers. And that's where I feel um, it's, head, it's heading that's, towards. That's another topic on its own, bro. I know, right? That's another episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. But thank you, but thank you, Eddie. Yeah, let's let's right. let's have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Thanks again for coming through. Everybody else, catch you on the next one. Peace.